You're listening to a special edition of the Cobras and Fire podcast. Why you want to treat us so bad, Spotify? Every now and then I get a little bit lonely and you're never coming round. Every now and then I get a little bit tired of listening to the sound of my tears. Every now and then I get a little bit nervous that the best of all my years have gone by. Every now and then I get a little bit terrified I see the fucking look in your eyes. Cobras and Fire. My name is Baco, and I am joined by the once removed Loose Cannon. Loose, how are you this Friday? I am feeling taken down, Baco. Yeah. How are you? This is a unique opportunity, so I just want to say something since we're doing this right as this is going out. Happy Friday! <laughs> Thank you. You got anybody Appreciate at work that. that fucking says that? Uh, no, nobody talks to me. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, what was sounds that? like somebody's got a case of the Mondays. Oh, boy. Okay, enough of the quotes, please. <laughs> original content, original content, please. All right, yeah, we got to keep it uh, copyright clean on this one, don't we? Correct. We danced back and forth on whether or not we should get into this, but when it came down to it, we decided why not? Let's just address it, and that way at least people kind of hear, kind of from our view, what, what what the whole mess was about and how it came together and all that good stuff. I should say probably at this point that we're talking about Spotify kicking off not only our show but a ton of other podcasts that they just recently brought on board, uh, which is kind of one of the funny things about all this. But you know, like Decibel Geek, uh, uh, all the Ken Mills podcasts were wiped out. I know Mark Striggles Talking Metal was a victim of this. But, yeah, basically, um, uh, you, you, well, why don't you tell the story of how you found out? Because, you know, I mean, I, I knew ahead of time, but... I don't listen. I don't use Spotify, as you know, and and we don't really we didn't get a lot of traction out of Spotify. So to me, it almost seemed like a non-story until some of the the more bigger issues kind of came to light. Yeah, if I could, I think I think before we even do that, I wanted to give a little background of Spotify's uh, love of podcasts in general, if I may. That'd be yeah, that's a good idea. Get into that. So when you have a podcast, you have the option to have your podcast listed in all kinds of different apps. Some of them do it automatically. Uh, but other ones, you can go to their site and basically just submit your feed, and then boom, you're on the site. Well, yep. Spotify for years was very selective on what podcasts they had on on their music emphasis on music streaming service, and it wasn't it was by basically by invitation. So you'd have you know big ones. Let's just call it. Uh, they didn't even really have podcast wasn't even part of their thing for a while. 
but they would have things, let's just call it Dan Patrick or, you know, more talk, straight up talk shows on there. All of a sudden, middle of last year, they just said, hey, anybody that has a podcast, go to the site and submit your feed. Boom. We'll let you know if you're approved. And that's what we did. And that's they just kind of opened it up to everybody. And I thought that was kind of unusual. And we'll get into more of why they did that later. That made a lot more sense. But uh, so that's how we got on Spotify and all these music related podcasts or any podcast got on there, you know, less than a year ago. Cool. Cool. But there's always a reason for doing that, right? There is. I would, yes. I would, it typically rhymes with honey. <laughs> or Ula. Yeah, or Ula. It is also the only thing Gene Simmons truly loves. Yeah, it rhymes with gash. <laughs> well, actually, Gene Simmons loves both of those things. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Continue. What you were talking? I interrupted you. <laughs> so Spotify invites the party, and the the party was okay. Uh, yeah, then wings. Better. Yeah, uh, a not lot a great of the, selection they, of beer for you, but it was all right with me because it was just it was a a pony keg of Coors Light. I didn't like their recommended playlist really uh, oh, yeah. for what, what what to listen to, so I made my own. Yeah, but uh, but yeah, so. So we got some listeners and things like that and whatever. So it was just one more place for people to find us. Cool. And, you know, one day I woke up and I looked on Facebook and I saw people yelling about the fact that Decibel Geek was no longer on Spotify and this podcast wasn't on there. And I was like, you know what? I wonder if we're on there still. So I went there and I searched and boom, no more Corbis and Fire on Spotify. And I, was, I thought that was unusual because... Usually, when we get kicked off of places, <laughs> we get a we get a note saying why we we are no our, our episode is no longer available, <coughs> Canada. So, yeah. so I thought it was from my first initial thing was was my, my my guess was that we were kicked off because of a complaint. Correct? Yeah, you messaged me and uh, we hadn't talked about it yet. I I had saw it pretty like I think about the day before that we were no longer on. And probably in that same thread that you were reading, uh, someone had mentioned all the shows and we were listed. Uh, so, uh, you know, at least people care enough to mention our name. But, um, yeah. Uh, yeah, I was like, you, you were like, yeah, someone must have complained. And I, I, I was like, no, this is too global. This is probably more just about a music content thing, you know. Um, and, uh, and, and, and the details came out. Uh, actually, it was speculation for about a week before we actually got confirmation or at least a few yeah. days, right? Oh no! It was it was it was damn near a week. Okay, know, before before we got speculation, and it turns out it wasn't a complaint. It was <laughs> it was uh, to do with what Spotify is all about, which is music. And uh, do you mind if I read a little excerpt from the email I received? Yeah, this is probably a good time to insert that. Go for it. So, Cobras and Fire received an email from an awesome company called Content Email. <laughs> it just says, it just says, and I was like, "What?" And it says, "Content takedown, uh, claim whatever." Hello, Mister Fire. First off, misogynistic. How, how do they know it's not Mrs. Fire? Exactly. We, what if, we could be yeah. Pan, you know? Oh, uh, we, we exactly. Could, uh, <laughs> we could be gender fluid. What do they fucking know? It seems a bit of a presumptuous. Spotify. Hey, man, it's not 1992 anymore. Spotify. Exactly. You don't think a woman can own a, a company called Cobras and Fire? <laughs> you don't think someone who identifies as something kind of in the middle? Yeah. We use, we, we, Cobras and Fire has gender-neutral bathrooms in our 
studio. Isn't that correct, Baco? That is correct. Anyway, so first off, misogynistic letter just right out the bat, right out the gate. But uh, says we have received a complaint that the following content infringes on the intellectual property rights from Universal Music Group. While this claim is under investigation, this content has been taken down. And which content was that specifically? Oh, the content is in every episode. <laughs> I would at this point like to point out, no, I, I haven't mined through everything, but there's one episode in particular that came to mind. I'm like, that I know Universal Music Group has no claim to. And that is the episode <laughs> we did on the Jesus Chrysler record. Oh, we only played UMG? music. I, I am the sole owner and copyright owner of all that stuff. So we're in the clear there. I'm not sure why that episode was taken down. Well, whatever. I mean, we we'll, we'll eventually yeah. explain. That. We do know why it was taken down, but yes, and it's and basically it's from Spotify content protection. And well, it says please, please be advised. Spotify has a policy to terminate in appropriate circumstances the accounts of repeat infringers. So which, right way, now, the, original... the biggest first of all, they did terminate us. We're gone. I'm not sure how you what, that 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 was a, a threat that if we do it again, we might. Not have any content on Spotify. It's <laughs> it, it, okay. You, that's already a done deal. Uh, but on the copyright yeah. thing, I would like to point one thing out that that um, and look there again. We I think we've talked about this in other scenarios, kind of like when when we had the issue with Canada. But it, it is that Spotify is not looking up for our interests. They do, they don't give a shit. They're their own company. This is not a restriction of freedom of speech or anything of that nature, right? And we're not we're not trying to claim that, but. Uh, YouTube routinely flags videos and stuff for, for this in the same nature, but they do it on an individual basis and they explain the, the copyrighted material that was used. Spotify was like, uh, UMG said, no, so we don't want to piss. You know, it's like, oh my God, Jesus fucking Christ, man. Right. So, so to, to back up on that a little bit, Spotify asked for any podcast out there to submit their their material. Now I want to make sure you understand this. It, 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 just like you're talking about for YouTube, all music is in this file is like you like to say is ones and zeros, right? Mm -hmm. Some code, some code. So I've tried to skirt it unsuccessfully. So I know it's pretty pretty uh, well. Uh, they got they got the system down, man. Let's go back to the invitation to Spotify. It wasn't a nice thing saying, "Hey, we're just having an open source thing there. Everybody can just put their podcast up there. We just want, we just, we're, we're just, we just love people, Spotify, and we want your content to be out there for for free, and you get to, to get more listeners." No, are you sure? Because that's how most uh, billion dollar corporations work. <laughs> no, let's. I'll, I'll, okay, I'll, hey, I'll, I'll take your word for it. You're the you're I'll, the you're okay. the numbers guy. Okay, so at the end of uh, last year, there were all kinds of articles saying. And I don't have them all in front of me, but I've sent them. I sent them to you for mm -hmm. your for your own enjoyment. And it basically, the theme was Spotify's podcast bet pays off. Yeah. The statistics were this. Now, if you are a paying member of Spotify, that means you are ad free. But they have you know tens and tens of millions of, of people that listen to it with with the ads. They had the data just in in nine months since they kind of opened up the platform for people like Cobras and Fire and whatnot to provide free content. To their to their audience was that that the listening, I think it was somewhere between it was a it was a huge increase in time spent using their service, which means that's more time that people 
are listening to ads in between it. Like, and if and if uh, if I if I remember right, correct me if I'm wrong on this, but I swear that like um, a larger percentage of the people who listened to podcasts through Spotify, a larger percentage of them were using the free service, which has the ads, and not the pay service. Yes. So it's a combination of all those things, and. And so the point being is the more time people are just watching a TV channel or anything like that, the more ads you could show, et cetera, et cetera. So they, they showed a, a huge increase. Now, think about this, though. All the time that people are spending now listening to the podcasts, they're not paying. We're, we're providing free content to them. All we want is to get more listeners. But but the the, the trick is is that it was an awesome, easy way to, for people to use their service more, for the, them to inflate their numbers, and, and rightfully so, they're able to show more ads to people, and they're not paying anything. It's like having TV programs on a channel that you don't have to pay for the TV programs and show Correct. ads in between. Yeah, and they, they did very little. They didn't, it's not like they curated these shows, you know? No, and it didn't matter what it was. People were there, and I don't think that the ads show up during our show, but they are definitely in between episodes. No, I checked it out. But I listened to a couple know. different times because, as you know, I, I, the only time I use it is the free version, and, and yeah, no ads came up during the show, so that was kind of nice. But it's in between. Yeah, it was in between episodes. It definitely did, yeah. Correct, correct. So your thoughts, Baco? Well, the, and very initially, the, the first thing I thought of was when I released the last Jesus Christ record, I went through this whole thing to basically make it available digitally everywhere, and that includes Spotify. Right. And uh, one of the things that I, that uh, through my research at the time that was kind of new to me because you know I'm a dinosaur uh, and nobody buys music anymore. It was that like getting on certain Spotify playlists would be very beneficial to the amount of streams you know uh, the, the that my record might get or a song or something like that, which equates to a little more money in my pocket, as sure. everybody knows. Uh, so, which was odd to me. It's like, why the fuck do I care what Devin Fox in Denver, Colorado? thinks of of these are the hundred songs I should listen to. But apparently that's what people are doing now. So just because I don't understand it doesn't mean it's not real. But here's the thing. All these people are doing are taking songs that they have no copyright entitlement to and making it a, a list of songs. I see no difference in what we do on a podcast as far as the music we offer. We are taking songs that Spotify plays that you can go on Spotify and listen to. We are just talking in between them. If anything, we're probably making it a little harder because we we you know our intro song is always cut. Uh, we talk over beginnings and ends of the tracks all the time. Uh, and and who the hell is gonna? T- I mean, what 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 is the process that they think is gonna happen here? Someone's gonna be like, oh man, I love that new song I heard on Cobras and Fire. I'm going to go download that episode. Then I'm going to you know, basically edit it and cut it <laughs> at the beginning and end. That way I now have stolen this song. And even if they were going to do that, wouldn't they just go to YouTube and get the part that doesn't, uh, a version of it that, that doesn't require them to download an hour long episode and just do the same damn thing? Well, but, but what you're saying there is funny. It's so like, you know, I really like this song, but I like the, the, the song better when it has the one asshole with this really loud laugh right, right in the beginning. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love the way it intros with Lewis Cannon's laughing, and then Baco <laughs> talking over the the last I don't know ten seconds of it. Uh, no, oh, but, but, but going back to your playlist thing, to, to yes, I, I I think that that our show is essentially a playlist saying go buy this this. Music. If anything, we're giving Spotify us, and they should be fucking thanking us. Goddamn just, right they should. Yeah, you know, I mean, <laughs> just like Google, apparently our personal information is worth something. Why not give us a cut? 
Yeah, but but with that too, the thing with the playlists to go back to your playlist yeah. thing is 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 uh, not that that asshole in Colorado, but it's if you get on a famous person's playlist and things like that, or or a curated playlist that they come out with. But the point is, is on a playlist different than our show though. Every time that track is played, though, through Spotify, they get a tenth of a percent or whatever. Well, you brought up a very valid point when we were talking about this off air and and yelling at each other. Um, That, And I'm going to try to quote you the best I can, but it was a great analogy and I loved it. So in your words, if you post a picture of your nuts on Facebook, they have an algorithm that knows this is not a peach. These are a pair of man's (laughs) testicles. Of course, because of what we talked about, the ones and zeros and the copyright thing that that YouTube does and the fact that I've tried to beat it and lost every time uh, by by manipulating the the track and making it different sets of ones and zeros, they still fucking know. They know goddamn well what five songs are in every episode we do. In other words, they could do the same thing they do with a playlist and say, these five songs are, this is basically a Cobras and Fire playlist for this week. And they can do the exact same thing. And why they don't is where some of the, the speculation we're going to get into shortly here comes in. Agreed. And, and, and to that end, too, there are certain times in the beginning of the podcast, actually, where if I had a file that was basically SoundCloud has yelled at me and at you sometimes when we've added music yep. to, the, to the show, saying like, uh-uh, not this particular track. Right? right. Yeah, it's weird, but it's very specific, though. It is. So to reemphasize the playlist analogy like you said that essentially our podcasts are playlists let's go back to the what a spotify playlist is to an artist and 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 go into more of that yeah, so yeah you go for it i'm not talking about like somebody like uh post malone does a playlist himself and people do follow people just like they do twitter for their playlist that they create i'm talking about spotify is these things that were right when you open the app of the week it'll say like top 50 new hard rock songs or something like that. It'll just be like a generic okay. playlist that they themselves put together. Now, if you're just an average music fan, you're like, oh, I don't know what to listen to. I'll just hit this button. Okay, well, you know, no, just to hold pause you there, because I'm not an educated Spotify user, so maybe this is information that would be helpful for other people too. If I'm understanding you right, I'm kind of misrepresenting the playlist thing. It's not just your playlist. It's There's actually kind of sanctioned playlists, and those are probably the ones that I'm I'm reading about that I want to get on as an artist. Yes, that's correct. Those but are the, the playlists by users do exist, correct? They do. You can make them and there are some of them that are very popular. Yes, okay. yes. If you're just like you're following your, your your certain celebrities, sometimes you're into, I guess, what Kim Kardashian is listening to on Spotify. Okay? Yeah, I'm, so I, I I don't really follow her on Spotify, but Chloe <laughs> for sure. Yeah. Can you imagine what her playlist is? Oh my god! Right now, it's probably, probably all uh, Kanye. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're goddamn right, it is. Oh god. If she so, knows where anyway, she stands. But that's the thing. That's that's why these artists put out four or five singles before the album drops, because they're just praying that they get they get dropped. On you were telling playlists. me Danko actually specifically said that, right? Yes, he did. He said that's that's why we released five singles. He was like, <laughs> I don't like releasing half the damn album first, but this is the new world. Obviously, we're powerless in this, uh, other than maybe like asking the audience to complain. By the way, audience... Please complain. Uh, <laughs> I'm not sure who you complain to, but there's got to be a way to let Spotify know. But I have my own conspiracy theory on, on exactly what's behind this and why it's being happened. Because, as you know, we really don't have a legal leg to stand on in this area. But it, it turns out you have a different one. So let's hear yours first. Why do you think Universal just came in at, the, at this time? And what, what is their end game here? Well, it's a it's a cockfight, essentially. And uh, in what they're doing is this. They're saying, listen, 
they they see all these articles about how much more money and i think spotify had either they've lost money for years amazingly um but i think that the in quarter four they had a the, either their first profitable profitable quarter or one of their best quarters regardless and it was connected to like i said the amount of time people are spending using their service and the amount of more advertising they can they can sell so so, so do you think that they're like nobody's listening to our music they're listening to these podcasts <laughs> Well, they're they're saying. That, Wait a that second! When it was only music, you weren't able to make money, right? But now, <laughs> but now that you no, have that's these the point. Shows. Do you understand that? That's my. You're just you're reemphasizing my point is the fact that now they're paying huh. out less royalties and people are listing more, and that some of that content happens to be content like ours that has some of Universal's uh, artists on it. Okay. Do you get yeah, this? They're like I do, saying, yes. okay. and that, that's actually yeah, a valid that, point for them to be totally honest. Okay, okay. Right. So they're like, they're like, they're like, what the hey, fuck? Come on, man. So, so the point. That's like and, when you steal one of my jokes and I lose my shit. I know. So that, <laughs> no, that actually really helped, helped my, my argument out here. So my whole thing is this, is that they're saying like, they're just saying a universal takedown, any podcast that has music in it, any, in any way, shape or form, they maybe don't even know it, but they're just taking a bet. They're saying like, if this podcast has music in their description, we at universal music are saying it's fucking gone. We're going to come after you. Spotify. I mean, they own a minimum of 25% of all the music out there. Right. So So that's my point. This show has 200 episodes and they play music every episode. That means 50 of them are fucking using our shit. Right. So that's that's a again good for the guess. the women that I argue with about wedding planning services. That's how fucking percentages work. <laughs> uh, again, I'm, I'm still upset that nobody's contacted us to. Yeah, what the hell, man? <laughs> We're available starting God. now to plan your wedding. Anyway, exactly. So, uh, so venom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they've been waiting. We actually already we already signed a contract with them. So. Uh, <laughs> Can you imagine? That's Summer's their, coming, that's their, ladies. <laughs> that's their that's their Venom's third act is becoming a wedding a wedding band. <laughs> oh man! All right. Anyway, back to this is that the whole thing is that they there's the, they're saying you know what your little scheme Spotify is not going to work, so we're going to take down any music podcast and send a threatening letter to you. So they take them down. Now, guaranteeing the back room, Spotify is is scrambling. They're like, okay, what do we do? How do we how do we make this work? And that is that there's got to be something saying like, okay, if you have music podcasts, by the percentage, you have to pay us a certain percentage because hmm. we know, like you just said, that 25% of those episodes have universal uh, have universal artists on there. And that's what I think is happening. Is, and, and this is going to happen from the other big, big labels too um, in different areas. But I don't think that they give a living, uh, a sweet suffering fuck about us is, is it, I don't think we have any any issue. No, yeah, I mean, I mean, probably not personally, but but the thing is that no. I, I think there's a decent chance that there can be kind of an umbrella effect where basically it's not the the individuals, but more the sum of the parts that that they're targeting. And here is the concern for the the shows for the, for the listeners out there is that um, uh, this may just be kind of a domino that tips into to other services, kind of getting the same treatment from from UMG or or maybe taking a, an aggressive uh, um, pre-step in in the same sense. So that is uh, a legitimate uh, art, uh, a part of all this is that like we are a little bit trepidatious of, of, of the future here and exactly how it's going to go. Now our show we can survive on talk and Jesus Chrysler tunes, but not every show can do that. You know what I mean? 
actually, uh, if you know me personally, just reach out. You probably can do it as long as you can talk. Uh, I'll, I'll give you the green light. But uh, <laughs> maybe this could be a boom for Jesus Christ. Sorry. But here's my theory. Here, here's the problem with what you're saying a little bit. One, the laws as far as what can and can't be used and, and all that stuff need, would need to be expanded much further than it is when it comes to like fair use. And in order for Spotify to make that kind of arrangement. So it's not just a matter of them working out kind of a backdoor deal with UMG. There are little, literally legal loopholes that need to be like uh, corrected or, or, or made, basically, that, that would allow that to happen. So I'm not sure that that backdoor conversation is happening. So if I could just jump in here a little bit, though, Baco, is that, that the reason that, that UMG or anybody is, is issuing this letter is that the difference between Spotify and overcast and pod chaser and all these other title. places apple apple pie no, <laughs> uh, leave them out of it for god's sake uh but but if, they're not going after apple podcasts or soundcloud or anything like that is that they are not selling advertising in between streaming okay. of said content all right fair enough but again still that little backdoor conversation would require some laws to actually change it couldn't just be as uh, a wink, wink. Well, I mean, it could be, I suppose. I mean, in, in theory, but uh, the reality listen, I is, I guarantee, I guarantee at UMG. I mean, these these labels are hurting. If all of a sudden Spotify said, "Listen, uh, we figured out the math," and, I, no, uh, they, I think they what, figured out the math because they just had one of their more profitable years ever. It's well, like, yes, hey, they, here's they what we figured. do. Here's here's their math, by the way. Yeah. Okay, ahead. here's the pile of money. Um, we take all of it. <laughs> And you get none of it. All right. Great job, everybody. Yes. And part of that is is basically, hey, can you grease us a check for XYZ and you can have all your silly music podcasts and still make your profit. Here you go. Just give us a blank check. We don't want to deal with these these cobras and fires. We just want to know that we're going to get a little slice and we're happy. I, I do have a bit of a solution that that'll never happen as I want to do. But before that, I think it's time to share my personal conspiracy theory. Is this that everybody has to go to the box office to listen to podcasts? <laughs> yeah. You can only listen to the podcast for the first 48 hours from point of broadcast. <laughs> uh, you have to wait, yeah. Yeah. No, no, this one's a little easier. But my third, my, my theory on what's going on here, um, and, and and because let's look at everything else. When Netflix came out, they were kind of the the the, the lone wolf, and nobody thought about it. it. It was DVDs being mailed to people, and when they got into streaming, nobody really knew what was going to happen there. And then they blew up. They had original content, but they also really had a ton of like shows that we all know and love. And that was a really big draw to it because as much as we like their original content, if you look at their original content as a whole, I don't care who you are, what your tastes are. It is a small portion, uh, a percentage of that that you're actually tuning in for. But you you love Friends, you love The Office, you love Cheers, you love all, whatever the, the show is. You get where I'm going here. Here's what all the, the all those shows came from other networks and other other corporations. So show networks like NBC and CBS saw that they didn't go as long as you give me a piece of that, then carry on. They went. You know what? Uh, our contract runs up in a year, and guess what? Guess what? We're going to launch in one year. NBC streaming, where you the only place you can find all NBC content, including The Office. CBS already has theirs going. Disney Plus just did the, the, the that's Disney yanking all the Star Wars and Marvel from Netflix, and then and now we have ninety fucking things we can pay eight dollars a month for, and I think. 
big picture, Universal somehow is wanting to get in on that that aspect of podcasting because you have companies like Podcast One that are just basically for profit podcasting corporations. Uh, iHeartRadio has been on, and I would say a leader in 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 like a, a big corporate podcast entity. You know what I mean? So that's kind of where I think this is. They're like, uh, uh, uh. We want it. You don't get it. And by the way, by when they say they we want it, they don't want Cobras and Fire. They don't want Decibel Geek. They want Cobras and Fire and Decibel Geek to go away while they hire Polly Shore and somebody else to host a new show where they can use only Universal Media. You, know, you get what I'm saying? That's my personal theory, and that's why I do think it's a little concerning that this might trickle on into other areas, too. You might be right in the advertising thing. That is, that's a very good distinction that is different between Spotify and all those other places, and that might be why they started there but this just might be the tip of the iceberg as far as all that kind of garbage goes yeah i don't uh, i respect your your theory but i don't think that that would mean that universal would want to start their own streaming service do all this kind of stuff and and yeah. i i just they just want that spotify's the big the big dough they're just gonna say oh you can only listen to our artists only on this service that would be a little different that doesn't it'd almost be uh, like selling your record only at walmart right Right, that didn't work out for a well long term. That's where everything is going, not just streaming, not just anything. There's there's certain products that you are only available in certain retailers. You know what I mean? It's just it's just the way of the world right now, and it's kind of fucked. And it's kind of yeah. like it, it 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 does suck to me. The most part is that like they really targeted the wrong audience. This is a lot like Vinnie Vincent shitting on podcasts because you know what podcasts do? They actually expect well. I should say I should say specifically Decibel Geek, uh, uh, our show, Talk to Me, the, the the type of people that tune into these shows, podcasts, all that stuff. These are people, uh, ages of rock. Uh, I don't want to leave anybody out, but I'm going to have to because I, I just can't any, talk forever. Any music podcast that was at the Rock and Pod Expo. Exactly. Yeah, is, Growing is Up there. Rock was where I was going there too. The listeners of these shows support music they buy music they don't just subscribe to spotify they buy the records that they like that they hear on there you know what i mean yes, we it, are we are the curated playlists with ridiculous banter in between and i can tell you this much there, there are entire groups where people just take pictures of records they bought exactly okay? i am vinyl check it on facebook yeah, I, love the group yeah i am i am vinyl just it's an entire world of people that great podcast too Great, great show, but that's my point. The entire purpose of these shows, Rock Strikes 10, etc., say the beginning and the end, buy your music. You'll appreciate it more, and so will the artists. We also don't sell advertising on our show. So, so essentially, we are nothing but advertising for artists. We are advocates of the music industry. And, and that, that touches on my solution to this. I think it could be something as simple as, if you're not selling advertising and or you, your you know weekly uh, listenership is at this number or below whatever they decide it is, yeah, have at it. Once you cross one of those two thresholds or both or whatever, however they want to do it, but just have some kind of avenue because the, the reality is is we're doing a lot for the artists and a lot of the artists know it, and it, it just pisses me off because, the, frankly. Companies like UMG are the problem. They fuck over the artists they, they get. They take everything they fucking possibly can from the people who are creating this shit. Even the horrible artists like T- 
Taylor Swift and Justin Bieber. They it's fucking uh, although Taylor Swift probably runs her business a lot tighter now, but you know you get what I'm talking about. I don't want to take cheap shots at people. That's not what we're. That's not what this episode's about anyway. <laughs> the reality is, it's becoming pretty clear that Spotify is making a shit ton of money, but they're giving the record labels a, a pretty big cut of it too, and the only, and they're the ones responsible to distribute it to the artists, not the streaming services. So the fact that that isn't happening still just shows you, once again, the evil empire is just kind of stepping in and saying, not you. And again, that's why I don't think it's some kind of like, as long as you pay me a, little, a fair share, I will let it happen. I think, no, they they, they, they want the, the full the full uh, they want the full money, baby. You add all the podcasts together, it doesn't matter, small and large, but it's a shitload of listeners that were using their service. Um, and or it's the same 500 listeners listening to 1,000 shows. <laughs> Maybe that too. Billy that, Elam. So we can name them all, right? Dave Cathy's. And- <laughs> oh, Every host is, of all is, the is shows it? that we listen to, listening to each other's shows. <laughs> Wouldn't it be funny if they broke down the whole podcast? And it, ends up, it ends up it's only 73 people. It'd be funny if they found out like basically the only we're talking about everybody who went to Rock and Pod. Yeah, turns out the only people that listen to podcasts are podcasters. All that bitching didn't do us any good, though. We're gonna have to make some changes to the show, and that uh, well, that starts right now. So we're still gonna play music on the show like we always did, but we're gonna have to make a couple changes, and it might sound a little different if you have a more nuanced ear. I got me a car. It's as big as a whale, and we're heading on down to the. I got me a Chrysler. It seats about 20. So hurry up and bring your jukebox money. So uh, we really hope that encourages it to go out and buy uh, some music. Uh, uh, but that's the best we can do from this point on. Uh, you ready to get out of here, Loose Cannon? I am. Right now, I immediately have to go buy the B-52's Greatest Hits after that rendition. Right on. Well, Rock's not dead. But it's no longer on Spotify. My eyes are open wide by the way I made it through the day I watched the world outside by the way I'm leaving out today I just saw Haley's comment she I'm just going to do the bang, bang on the door, baby. <laughs> I used to do karaoke with this. this, this other, whoever, whatever random girl would come up on stage with me. One of the loose cannon randos. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Exactly. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. 
FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. 